Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. fun my name is grace my name is cindy guess who's back 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 back, back, back again mm, mm, mm. cindy's back she's leaving like town day. yeah <laughs> but we did it we got one in we person got together one recording in while we are in person together <laughs> together late at night specifically also because we could do the outtake that we have at the end of the episode so make sure that you stay on for that because it's a failure, but it was really funny. And it's all about helium. helium. <laughs> so we're doing helium this week. What? <laughs> yes. That's what we're doing in case you didn't get that. Oh, okay. I'm mm -hmm. on it. Yes. Um, and there's a whole... Okay, so the history section here is really... Convoluted? Yes, it is. <laughs> so let's just start with... So, the, so helium is cool um, in a lot of ways, yeah. but... Its Greek name comes from Helios, yes. which is means the sun, because oddly, I think it's probably like the only it's the, the only, only element, element that was discovered mm -hmm. in space before before it was discovered on Earth, which is they were, bonkers. I know because well, well, astronomers they well, were looking up at the sun. I know, but it's just weird because it's like it was discovered like in the eighteen hundreds. So you don't think of like I'm going to discover an element in space in eighteen hundreds. <laughs> They're like, what is space? So, what is this thing? I don't know. <laughs> so it was detected in what's called the chromosphere. Yes. Don't ask me why. Oh. But that's what it's called. Um. And so here's the the beginning of the convoluted truth. It wasn't technically discovered until eighteen ninety five. However, in eighteen sixty eight. Pierre Janssen, uh, he went to India mm -hmm. to look at the eclipse and mm -hmm. recorded a new yellow line in the spectrum during the eclipse. Right, so the whole idea is that each color in the spectrum is a different element. Thing, yeah. Or thing. And so they element. thought it was initially a metal. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and so this, the, two months later, Joseph Lockyer and Edward Franklin saw the same in the London fog, which I thought was funny. Good, um, good, good drink. Yeah, <laughs> So my assistant's favorite drink is, um, but it, and it, it was assumed to be a metal, and then they're the ones that named it helium, but they're not the ones that get credit for finding it. Right. So, um, so that's 1868. Now, then in 1882 was the first time it was discovered on Earth right. by Italian Luigi Palmieri, mm -hmm. um, and that was from the uh, stuff coming out of Mount Vesuvius. Right. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was pretty cool. A right. volcano. Yeah. Um, and, and then we'll explain why they found it in a volcano. Because we'll explain why where helium comes from. Oh right? yes, yes. I was like, I, I don't know why did it come from a volcano. <laughs> oh right, right. Just kidding. <laughs> so then, um, in eighteen eighty nine, the American William Hillebrand um, was lo looking at uh, what was it? Ur uranite, um, and he put that in acid. And that um, it, when it dissolves, it releases helium, basically. Mm. Um, and but so <laughs> that still wasn't discovery um, until 1895, which uh, was so. There's two names, three names actually here. Um, basically, they repeated that Hillebrand's experiment, mm -hmm. and then they're the ones that are given the credit for actually discovering helium because they could repeat that experiment. So. 
There are, the first one I looked at, there is two names. There's Sir William Ramsey from mm -hmm. London, and then these other guys, Theodore Clev and Nils Abraham Langlet from Uppsala, Sweden. And they said that they, they both, both of those, that Ramsey and then those, that pair, discovered it at the same time, but separately. But what I found very strange and confusing is that the rest of all the history that I wrote, read, only talked about Clev and Langlet and never mentioned Ramsey again. So I only saw his name once. And so I was discussing this with Grace before we started, and right. she says, wait a minute, I know. In comes the very long and boring Periodic Tales by you all, Mercy Williams. I have the answer. Here's yes. the thump of the book. Oh, I did not make a thump. Okay. I had to add the thump with my own voice. Okay. <clears throat> so, the two guys you were talking about. Mm-hmm. They took radioactive decay of uranium mineral, mm -hmm. and they rejoiced, and they're like, ha-ha. said, in the meantime, before Ramsey could come to the two men's rescues, other astronomers had gaily begun reporting further discoveries of celestial elements that were just beyond the reach of any confirmatory laboratory test. So um, what he did, he was able to send a discharged tube full of helium gas that he had gathered from the radioactive decay of uranium metal. So, like, Ramsey got them an isolated amount. Okay, that's fine. But then why do they leave him off of every other discussion of the history? Because he's already got enough credit and he won a Nobel Prize in chemistry. He doesn't need extra things. Although Apparently. two of my books had him down. That's weird. But all the, the like, three sources that I looked at had everything but him. So I don't know. Interesting. Well, um, but he isolated it, so that's why he's he also getting credited. Which is why which he's makes giving sense. credit. He came right. kind of to their rescue because uh, he, he was able right. to Right, so they, they confirmed it. that it came out of that because they repeated the experiment, but then he could isolate he it and say, this is what the thing too. is. Okay, well, I guess I'll give him credit then, but I was very confused. I, it said in my, my new book, the illustrated encyclopedia of the elements. Which is beautiful. So it has, beautiful. And it has a roll, uh, rollerblade on it, which I think was cool. So it's a by a, um, an artist that lives in Portland, Oregon, named um, Lisa Congdon. And she is a fabulous artist. And this book was ridiculously well-priced <laughs> for a hardcover, full-color book. And it really breaks down every element. It also has little sections, and um, it's just, it's a really user-friendly, oh, and it's signed. Oh, hey. Um, it's really user-friendly for, like, non-chemists. Unlike Periodic Tales. Which is much heavier. the index is just the size font of 0. 0.4. And <laughs> which I can't read font. anymore because I'm too old. Uh, I'm old. I'm old, um, and I need my glasses. So that's why William Ramsey gets credit, because he was able to have an isolated tube of the helium it's it's a it's a series of tubes <laughs> it's a tube of helium there you go oh it was it, it was, was. this is very good okay okay so we should go to uses um sure okay i'm gonna leave the, the one for the last because it's the coolest what the dc divers no actually that one's pretty cool but that's cool. i'm gonna do a different one okay um okay so it's well maybe i'll just i'll just start off with a big one it's used as a cooling medium for the large hadron collider which is the largest particle accelerator ever. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, it can goes down to negative four hundred and fifty six point three four degrees Fahrenheit or negative two hundred and seventy one point three degrees Celsius. Is that it? Liquid form. Uh, that I don't know. I'm assuming it's the gas, but that actually is the same numbers for the super super 
um, super liquid, which we'll talk about later. I'm going to for MRIs. No, oh. something different. Oh, it's crazy. You've got some they, fun I know, stuff. like pushing the physics, man. Oh no, yeah, super no, no. cool. Back no. away. <laughs> I'm gonna moonwalk out of this conversation. Hey, I don't, like, I don't like, I don't like physics either. Believe me, but <laughs> I don't even know the physics that goes into moonwalking. Um, no, so they use a cooling medium for that, and also superconducting magnets in the MRI and yeah. the spectrometers, NMR spectrometers. So if you go to get an MRI, you are thinking you should be thinking helium. Thank you. So it allows you to do that in a high pitch voice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, helium. <laughs> um, it's also done um, helped keep satellite instruments cool yep. and to cool liquid oxygen and hydrogen that's uh, powered the Apollo space vehicles. Mm-hmm. It is super. Super low density, and that's why when you go to parties and you get a balloon, it's filled with helium. Yes. Because it floats in the air. It's actually the second lightest element. Mm-hmm. Hydrogen being the first, but as we talked right. about in our last element podcast. <laughs> slightly explosive. Slightly explosive. <laughs> a little bit. So it fills balloons, dec- but they're decorative, um, weather balloons, airships, mm-hmm. as we've talked about with hydrogen. Mm-hmm. Um, it provides, so the main thing is it's a noble gas, right? So yeah. it does not party with anybody. It and does not, which is it ironic because it's used in party balloons. It is, but it's its own party, I guess. Yeah, it, it is, yeah. It's so inert that no one has ever made a compound with it, ever. <laughs> which is pretty impressive because chemists can do some crazy stuff. And like, we're going to put all these things together. And even if they live for like half a second, it's still a thing. Right. But they have, nobody's been able to do it. But they're able to use, so I know where you're going with this, so I'm going to jump in and talk because I want to talk too. No. Hi, I'm part of this podcast. <laughs> you have all the cool, no. all the citizen stuff. I like, don't I have don't, a lot of citizen stuff. Oh, okay. Stuff. Well, I don't have much either, so it'll be a short episode. Helium is, um, basically, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cultural is that it's in balloons. Um, <laughs> and it can make your voice squeaky high, and that's pretty much um, but you know why it makes it squeaky high? It's the only thing I have for biology. Oh, well, save that. Okay. So, here's the thing. <laughs> it's inert, and that's why it's used as it's, it's a it's a safer element to have in the air when they're doing things like welding mm-hmm. or other... Fiber more... optics, semiconductors, yeah. that kind of and stuff. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. it's used in the air for that, but it's also used... Can I do the deep sea? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, can you do? can. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. I thought this was so cool. Okay, so... For all of you out there who listen, you know that I'm terrified of going deep in the water. But some (laughs) people are crazy and they want to. But we talked about in our nitrogen episode that um, they put nitrogen in the um, tanks Mm -hmm. so that you don't have oxygen poisoning. (laughs) And uh, so um, because as you talk, as we talked about in our oxygen episode, too much oxygen can actually kill you. Um, too much of anything can kill you that's well that is the overlying theme of all of this <laughs> it's like just the right just amount. amount um so usually it's oxygen and nitrogen that are put in the tanks but helium is added for deeper dives because it prevents oxygen toxic toxicity and nitrogen narcosis mm-hmm. so um because you're down there longer and yeah and and anybody in other places that's super high pressure they will also use the helium so mm-hmm. it's not just super dive i mean so i'm not else, sure where else, where else you would do you it in high pressure I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. They said, uh, and others under pressure. I'm sure there's there's plate yeah places where that happens. Like in a Queen song, under pressure. That's not that's not Queen. Isn't isn't that David Bowie? Oh, I don't know. I'm oh. pretty sure it's David Bowie. I said it. Okay. So as she looks that up, um, it's also used to detect leaks, uh, like in your air uh, car air conditioning units, and um, uh, if you ever get into a car accident, you should be happy it's because it's in helium. Is it? I thought oh, it was. Oh, and singer David Bowie. Oh, ha ha. So, well done. See? 
<laughs> no, because there's pressure and then the under pressure. Originally released as a single in October 1981, it was later included on Queen's 1982 album, Hot Space. Um, so it's Queen and David, David Bowie. We were both right. Yes. That's why we work well together. <laughs> but sorry, sorry, back, to, back to the car accident. Come on. This is... Right, fun, fun stuff. Uh, if you get a car accident, that it diffu- helium diffuses very quickly, so diffusing meaning it, it moves moves out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's used for air, your car airbags. Oh. Um, so think helium if you ever have to use one of those. They also um, use helium for like breathing for like newborns that are on air. They put some <laughs> helium in- so to make the baby squeak even higher. <laughs> no, like newborns that need air, that uh-huh. need oxygen, they oh. add some helium to it Dude. so that they don't have oxygen toxicity. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Ha ha. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I had got something that Cindy did not have. <laughs> um, do you know that the, the barcodes in the grocery stores that are the, the scanners that they use is a helium neon? I did not. Gas laser. What? Really cool. Okay, here's the problem though. We're using helium for a lot of things, but people, helium is so light, it just floats away from Earth. It, <laughs> it doesn't stay. It's the second most abundant element in the entire universe, which is ironic because it's also number two on the periodic table. Uh-huh. It's number two. Yeah. But it's the second most abundant element in the universe, but it literally floats away. Mm-hmm. And so you, I thought for this podcast, I thought, well, they just pull it out of the air, right? No, that is very uneconomical, Grace. Well, or impossible? Or are they going to chase it into space? No, they can They can still get it from air. It's just uneconomical. Well, so <laughs> I, that's what I thought because obviously it's an air. I thought they just pulled it out of the air. But no, it's not. Do you know where it's from? Yes. Okay. Uranium. Oh, well, Yeah. But that's not actually where they get it from. What? The, the, when you actually extract it. Oh, from the natural gas. Yeah, yes. from the natural gas. Yeah. Okay, so okay. they get it from natural gas. <laughs> that's right. But the, most of our helium is made through the decomposition of uranium, mm-hmm. which half-life is like 4.5 billion years. So basically the uranium that started when the Earth was formed, that is just now halfway to decaying, <laughs> is releasing helium. And we're just sucking it up like there's no tomorrow. Well, it's like not... we did with the balloons at the end of this episode. <laughs> Which, again, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, it's you... not <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's, but it's not. It's not actually producing helium. It's wait. alpha. It's alpha decay. Uh, okay. Right. So I the alpha particle actually... decay, and then it the alpha particles grab a couple electrons, and then it becomes helium. Right. Yes. It makes its own helium. Yes. So basically, we're gonna use up helium before we have a chance to actually. So I'm gonna put a pin in that for a second because okay. that's I'm pretty funny about I know, but we're gonna talk about helium, a oh, oh, scare and helium shortage. Okay. It's very, it's very scary. No balloons for your <laughs> birthday party. That's right. Well, it was narrowly averted. Oh. <laughs> she's so serious right now. Yeah, I can't very. tell if she's kidding or not. I'm really kind of not. Um, uh, the other uh, random thing that is new, which I thought was really cool, is do, do you know about scanning electron microscopes? <laughs> do I? <laughs> yeah. I talk about it all the time with my second graders. <laughs> No. So we have so the the really so if you've ever seen a picture of like the outside of a cell or something really super small like that that right. looks very detailed, that's from scanning electron microscopes and sometimes transmission electron microscopes. Which is basically instead of using light to see the 
thing, they use electrons. I don't know exactly how it works. Wow. Just beam electrons, and then it can create all this super duty. So you can see the outside. You can see, like, the cilia on the outside of your cells. Or not our cells, but some cells that have cilia. <laughs> like protists. My brain is really trying to keep up with you. Keep going. I know. But uh, those, so you can get these really detailed things of microscopic stuff with mm -hmm. these scanning um, electron microscopes. But apparently, the new helium ion microscope has better resolution than a scanning electron microscope. And if you look up scanning electron microscope images, it's pretty ridiculous. So to be even more detailed than that is just what? Helium is have some cool uses. It does. I don't understand any of them except for <laughs> the balloon one because that makes sense. It's lighter really... here. I get Let's it. Go. Um, I get gravity. The only. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be flying off the helium. Woohoo! Um, a fun little tidbit that I don't know really why, but it's one thing that kept coming up was that three percent of the helium that's used is used in laboratory stuff versus other things. But um, so to the biology then. To the biology. To the biology. To the so baby. usually I have a, a fair amount of information on the biology section of, of these elements, but this one, there's basically, it's non-toxic and there's no known, it's there's not no known role. in us because we're not right. uranium. We're not or supposed to have, oh, well, we might float one. away. Hmm? There was another element besides uranium. Oh, well, I mean, I think anything with alpha decay could potentially but, create it if it captures, captures yeah, electrons. But the squeaky voice, yes, the, reason, tell me why. the reason why you have that is because it's uh, it's so much less dense than air that it surrounds the vocal cords, causing them to vibrate faster. And the faster the vibration, the higher the, higher the pitch. The... <gasps> so it's just going... So it just sits next to your vocal cords. Yeah. And then just makes it them makes go them faster. faster. Yes. Yeah. Oh! So maybe we just didn't have enough in our helium balloons <laughs> to, to allow that to happen. Hint, hint, listen to the end of the episode. So um, the only thing, though, is that as with anything else we've talked about, you have to be careful because it will replace the oxygen in your lungs. And if you have too much of it, you will die. Uh, so you can't just continue to breathe. Either. Practice in moderation. Oh, right? well, we did take breaths between our breaths. Did, I um, don't think there was much helium left in there, those I don't know what was in the balloon. It was like half helium. You were... It was tricked, man. Yeah, I know. Well, we also bought them a week ago because we were supposed to do this <laughs> earlier, and that didn't happen. So, do you know where so, half the world's reserve is stored? Uh, I know where like half where a lot of it comes from. Oh, yes, no, yes, I do, and that's where I'm was going to talk about the the shortage about Amarillo, Texas. Yes. So you, you go ahead. You go. You can oh, talk about was, that, and then all I, I was going to say is. Half of the uh, world's reserves are stored in a disused airfield near Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo means Amarillo. yellow in Spanish. Yellow, so Texas. I heard that it was 40% used in the U.S., but maybe that's worldwide, too. I don't know. It's a lot. I, I it's a lot worlds. of helium. It's a lot of helium. So that blends in perfectly to the scare of the helium the shortage. scare of the scarce helium. Yes. So now this is funny timeline. So in 2013, okay. there was a scare of a helium shortage. Terrifying. Because of a 1996 law that went into effect. What? <laughs> so I guess the it law in 1996. Is it, is it a Texas law? I don't know. Because that's. No, it's, it's federal. Right. It's, a, it's a Bureau of Land Management. So I think sometimes they have things like, well, you're going to do this law and then by a certain time frame, oh, right, you have right, to do right, a certain right. thing. So I think that's what happened. I didn't look into detail. I just thought it was funny. 
Um, but it's a, a law that went to effect um, for the Bureau of effect. Land Management. Effect. 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 You said infect. It did not infect it. <laughs> effect. Sorry, I should correct you. I mess up all the time. <laughs> correct me. I should say the right words. As my husband tells me, you can't just make up words. But sure I, you can. I do all the time. Have you met William Shakespeare? No, because he died a long time ago. That's Have true. you read Have you read Yeah, I was like, no, actually, I haven't. <laughs> I have. Well, should we should we have you in my heart? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm not very focused today. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so the um, the the that la the the law that went into effect um, had the Bureau of Land Management had to sell off its helium reserves on the cheap. So what that would mean oh, is that cheap. if ever that was selling off cheap, then there would be no reason to get to have like new reserves, and then they were totally gone. So Congress passed the Helium Stewardship Act of 2013, right? I'm sure you all have heard this. Of course. Everybody knows about the Helium Stewardship Act of 2013. Makes me feel like there's just a whole bunch of hot air balloons. <laughs> so it, it slowed the federal helium sales and allowed the BLM to auction it at a higher price. So that prevented the government from undercutting private producers, encouraging more production to go online. So we didn't have a shortage of helium. Okay. So you can, all, all your parties that you've had since 2013, thank the Helium Stewardship Act of 2013. My, my almost three-year-old really wants a balloon for his birthday. Like, really bad. He loves balloons. And I'm, you know, after listening, so I listened to this other podcast about each element, and it's from the Royal Chemist Society. Yes. And um, they, you know, the, the man on it's like, I'm always sad when I look at a balloon, not simply because I hate joy and young children, <laughs> but maybe, but maybe, <laughs> but because of the scarcity of such a valuable rare element being wasted upon party favors. <laughs> and so then when Charlie's like, I want a balloon, I'm like, should we waste this valuable? <laughs> See, my, my thing's on the other side. I bought balloons. This is when I watch it float away into the sky. There go the hopes and dreams. And 50 years from now. Oh, my Lord. Chemists will look back and see why we squandered such a... <laughs> <laughs> He's really taking that seriously. Was, you know, it's chemists, me. Oh, see. Well, so my, my reasoning, though, is I don't like buying balloons because they're terrible for the environment. And terrible. They just go, all, I've picked up so many balloons in the ocean. I've seen animals playing with them. Like, it's terrible. So I am pretty much against balloons anyway. But I had to buy balloons for this episode because <laughs> we wanted to play with the helium. But I felt very bad doing it. But did you know that a, a, two, a, a latex balloon, which is filled with some helium, is $2.50? A little ridiculous. Sydney really caught up on <laughs> Really a lot. Because there's a scarcity. It's a scarcity. Because it just escapes to the atmosphere and just and keeps floating away to space. <laughs> I know. It's gone to space. But, like, most of the sun's made out of helium, though, right? It's got a lot of it, I yeah. think. Yeah. We so can't, like, like just can't squeeze we just, the like, sun. Vacuum it? Squeeze it. can't squeeze it, but we can you vacuum, vacuum it. it. Vacuum the sun. <laughs> Do you, have you watched Spaceballs recently? Is that what's going on? That, that would make sense. I'm I have good. not. It's been a while. It's a great movie. It's great. They actually vacuum out the atmosphere with the, with the big, like statue, a maid. Right. the maid with the actual vacuum. Right. It's a spaceship. Yeah, and they suck up the, the atmosphere in a in a <laughs> in a planet. Okay, so <laughs> it's raspberry. 
Hopefully you have seen Spaceballs and can get our jokes here. If not, go watch Spaceballs. This is a great movie. Um, so uh, in the back to the natural gas part, right, though, right, right. the um, it contains up to seven percent helium, and that was discovered in 1905 because that's a really weird thing. So and that's what again most of where we get our our helium from is from natural gas. That which those, is why those... like it came out of a volcano. Right. It was like cracks that go deep in the earth where gas comes out. Right. And then you have other, that's like the Bureau of Land Management. They've got gas coming out of these reserves and everything. Right. So uh, in 1903, there's a celebration of a new gas well in Dexter, Kansas. And the mayor tried to ignite the gases, but the flames kept going out. Thank God. If it's, it was like actually like a hydrogen, I don't I mean, people. Well, I mean, that's a normal thing to have it gas, to, to no, but burn it off. But there's literally like, there's fires burning. Uh, okay. But like. Where is it? Is it in Pennsylvania? Oh, that's coal. But there's like, they're like, it could just keep burning if there was just continuous gas. Yeah, well, that's what they do. That's what at, at um, landfills they have the off gassing. So they have pipes that come out because all the gases of the stuff decomposing, and they just they have it lit. So it just constant fire. That that's how they make sure it doesn't explode. <laughs> so it's 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 bad. Well, it's like like with your uh, fireplace, right? A, a gas fireplace. The gas is always on, and you have that little pilot light, so it's just always on, so there's no extra gas getting out, and it's, so it's, yeah, it's, anyway, they were all sadly disappointed, but, luckily, state geologist Erasmus Hawthorne, how Hayworth, Erasmus Erasmus Hayworth, Erasmus, Erasmus, he's obviously a geologist, Erasmus, Erasmus, um, he thought it was really weird and interesting, so he, co- Wah, wah, wah. Oh boy, he collected it <laughs> and discovered that it was twelve percent inert residue, Ooh. and that some of that was helium. So that two years later, in two thousand uh, nineteen and nineteen oh five, is when they discovered that helium was a natural gas, and then they could get it from there. So kind of important because of that failed celebration Hurrah! in Kansas. Ta da! Fail failure in Kansas. Right. Well, we produced seven. Sorry, anyone who's from <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a very lovely state. Yes, lots of grass. Flat. Um, flat. Great for running. <laughs> Ooh, that would be good. To run. Would be good. No, hills. no hills. Um, the U.S. produces seventy-five percent of the world's helium, and Qatar, I think that's how you say it, is second. Qatar. It's K Q A T A R. Some people say cutter. Cutter. Yeah. I think, well, I, think <laughs> I think they're wrong. I think they're wrong. Um, in, in World War One, they began to push for use of it in blimps, but it was too expensive. Yes. And so, like, it's expensive, but also, like, so I learned more since our hydrogen episode about why they put hydrogen in, in blimps. And it was the cost, but it was also, um, I know that um, for Germany, um, that wait, what was it? They didn't want them to use the blimps to carry bombs, mm-hmm, and okay. so they they thought if they gave them hydrogen, they'd be less likely to carry oh, bombs because they might really? blow, blow themselves up. Well, yeah, but you could blow it up without the bomb, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but like, so they so that's why the U.S. wouldn't give any helium to the Zephyrs oh. in Germany. Because they were like, but you could use these to bomb Obama's. people. Oh, or just other parts of Europe. And so they were like, nah, we're not going to give the Nazis helium for their Zeppelins. Mm. They can use a more 
crazy explosive gas. Maybe blow themselves up. And ma- <laughs> so that they won't risk it. So they wouldn't risk it. Because they Because, like, if it was filled with helium, it could just float around and mm-hmm. drop bombs yeah, on the whole no, city. That's true. It's like, I didn't think about that. Except that's not the sound of bombs. No. Boom. More of a bomb sound. Thank you. You're welcome. You should be a sound effects person on a radio show. Welcome to our radio show. Wow. Um, but the healing I promise co- that we are <laughs> just tired. We're just tired. We're tired. Um, the healing cross went down, so in World War II they would use more. Mm. Supposedly. Um, probably because they found more places to get it. Right. That's true. Well, that's probably. I don't know what the time of it. Yeah. Um, fun fact about the Macy's Day Parade: In 2010, it took 300,000 cubic feet of helium to float 15 character balloons, and this is a fun measurement. That's as much as 2.2 million gallons of milk. Wow. <laughs> I love it when they make like equate liquids with gas. Well, no, just different things like milk? like milk. Right. There was another one that was like a bat on on online, and it was like this bat weighs like 15 paper clips. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? That's a new measurement. Okay. I want to think about how much the So, is. can you imagine what that guy is, that guy you're that talking about? That guy probably cries. Every Macy's he Day Parade. every time there's a Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> He's just like, you stupid Americans. Why? Why? You? Wasting all rares. <laughs> um, it's I did insane. not really, Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's, um... Oh, an interesting side note. So everything comes in li- liquid, solid, and gas, right. right? That you or you can you, every element you can make it into that, but it has to be like high pressure or or high heat or whatever. Right. Water is the only one that you see all three in normal temperatures. So to make helium solid, which is hard to think about mm-hmm. because it's gas, you would need one point six seven million psi or eight hundred thirty four tons per square inch. Which is a hundred times greater than the pressure at the deepest ocean point, where that is almost seven miles deep, the Challenger Deep. So, like, it's, so it's like impossible. impossible. I, I mean, it's I'm impossible. sure. Well, I'm sure something probably could, and some pressurized thing, some crazy big, sciencey thing, but <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, that would be, that's crazy. Um, and then I just had the thing about um. Uh, physics, if, unless you have any other fun, fun uh, Well, you know, so, like, it's used a lot in movies. Mm. What was that movie with Queen Latifah and, like, Jimmy Fallon where they were cops? And there was oh, a whole I don't scene remember. Yeah. Where they had, like, had high voices and low voices because of the gases. Oh. Um, they, they had one recently with, um, in the, um, no, no. The one with, now I just blanked his name, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't remember. It's a, it's a show with a really famous actor. <laughs> Gotta give me a little more than that. I'm, I mean, I'm. I can't think anyway, of it. Just all, keep going. Also, uh, like I always think of when I was a kid, I would watch my best friend's wedding, and there was all these balloons for like the reception, and it was like a cousin or like a something, and he, he and his friends were like sucking up all the balloons, and then they were like singing along with it. Did you get it? I did. The Blacklist. Blacklist. Yes, it's a really good show. It's about oh. um. I think I, I think yeah, I, it's about it's. They it's, have helium on it. Well, this one episode did because they had balloons, and it's about a, a, a like a, basically a crime lord that ends up working with the FBI to right. get these other bad guys and stuff. So it's he's like a very kind of serious guy, and they uh, somebody had balloons in the front office or something, and they came in to talk to the head of the FBI, and he was like, "Well, I hope you didn't do what the other guys are doing with the helium." He's like, "They're like, no, 
do that at all. So I talk in really high pitched voices. <laughs> and it's just great out of character, so it's funny. I I honestly, it's one of my favorite, like, one of my favorite silly things to do is if I see a inflated balloon, I'm going to want to breathe in the helium. And, <laughs> and then I usually start laughing, and then I sound like a squirrel laughing, which makes other people laugh. But, um, and so I'm a little disappointed with what happened with this. But um, it's used a lot in pop culture, but just for high voices. Right, really. yeah, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. pretty much all it's used Sound for. Sound like a mouse. Yeah. And that's really all my pop culture. <laughs> that's really all your pop culture. <laughs> that's really all my pop culture. Um, well, I'm amazed we've had this much to talk about. <laughs> well, we we weren't exactly on target most of this conversation. Well, we bounced around quite a bit. But it was fun. I hope you enjoyed. So it was like a tennis match. <laughs> but I still think it flowed. But like he like helium adds just to wait, and it just floats in different directions. Yes. There's no mostly up. You know, well, but I mean, you know, not a straight line. Right. Gases like to go. They don't like. Remember, gas particles don't like to be next to each other. That's they true. they spread out very quickly. Especially helium doesn't like anybody. I know it's so inert. You said that word with so much venom. <laughs> it was fabulous. Love it. Okay, so my last thing is is very cool. This is about testing the limits of physics. And again, I'm not going to get super into physics because that's not my thing. <laughs> not I, my thing. I like biology and I like chemistry and I hated physics. My dad is a PhD in physics and he like did crazy stuff with the federal government. He was your dad had a PhD Oh, yeah. Physics? Yeah, he's a PhD, which is why I didn't get, I, I wasn't, when I was having trouble in physics in high school because I had a bad teacher, I, I tried getting help from my dad and we're just, we just, it wasn't a good combo. Um, so I got it. Uh, help from another teacher and then I had a good teacher in, in college and it was much better but yeah he's he worked at the Pentagon and and he has yeah he did all sorts of he did some stuff he worked on some pretty crazy stuff back in the day crazy. and stuff that he can't talk about now even because he's we don't talk about physics don't talk about um so I so need to say I don't know the, the basic the, the craziness of this but it's, it is very interesting so you can make things into what's called a superfluid. So a superfluid is something that behaves as if it has no viscosity or resistance to flow. Mm. So there's no like you know something that's very viscous like is like well, oil. The word you know, viscous. Molasses. It's very molasses. It's great viscosity. Yes. Great great viscosity. <laughs> that molasses. I love the viscosity. Viscosity is just oh fantastic. Gosh, so it's so good. Um, so. What that means is the atoms in the superfluid state act as one object altogether. Yeah, it's very crazy. So they used helium is used to do this because it becomes a superfluid at relatively easy to generate um, temperatures, which is two Kelvin or minus four hundred fifty six Fahrenheit or two hundred seventy one negative two hundred seventy Celsius. Easy, easy, but other things would freeze at that temperature. Right. Right. Oh, right. So they can make it fluid oh. instead of freezing it. Yes. Got it. Yep. So what's cool is that they, I don't, I, I didn't write down like what they are, the, the whole thing that they're using, but they're basically creating these little droplets into this vacuum um, that are like the size of a human red blood cell. So like microscopic very, very droplets, tiny. very, very tiny. And what's crazy, um, and they rotate. So when they inject it into this vacuum, they'll, they start rotating and they're still not quite sure why they rotate. They're spinning. They're spinning yes. In a vacuum. In a vacuum. But they behave, get this, according to the rules of quantum physics. So quantum physics is like nano-sized objects, like things you really, really can see. But they're not nano-sized. Like they're tiny, but they're not nano-sized. So they're behaving, even though they should behave 
with regular physics, they behave like on the level of quantum physics. So like Marvel's gonna make a comic. <laughs> right, it's gonna be some superhero about I'm here. Superfood. But the droplets spun at one hundred thousand times faster than any studied that has been studied before. And they don't know why it's and spinning. they don't know why it spins. They think it has something to do with the the, with their injection, well, no, what the the how they're oh, like dropping it in, it like it, yeah, twists, kind of like when you shoot a gun, like it, it the bullet yeah, spins, it. yeah. Oh. So they're still trying to figure that out. But what's what the why this is cool is that with understanding physics, when physics is valid in this this, this certain thing, right? So the the rules laws. of physics, yeah, the laws of physics are valid here. Can you change that to a different size and have it still work? So is uh, the example they gave which made me wrap my brain around it much better you build a three-foot sandcastle mm -hmm. would the same physics apply to creating a kilometer size sandcastle could you do that with using the same physics Ooh. or would that change right so if they can understand why these happen at the quantum level then they can like understand how to change things at different you know physics works one way here but a different way here why does that happen and understanding that better Oh. So it's really cool. The brain's a little... <laughs> it's a little crazy. The it's hurting a little, The thing you want to come quite... out with is that it they behave on the quantum physics level, which is really weird, and by understanding that better, they can understand physics better. Yeah. And be able to do better things with physics. Go helium. Right? Such a so, cool element. It's super fluid. We gotta figure out how we can get it a little more in pop culture. <laughs> Because I have nothing. Nothing. Well, I mean, I was, again, biology. Nothing. nothing. Except for how the... I had half a page of notes and half of it you had. <laughs> That's just because I wrote out full sentences. Well, I did that too, but... But, like, yeah. I'm going over making sure that I got, got everything. everything. But, yeah. Well, it's one of those... There's been a couple of those where we've been like, all right, this one's going to be great. This is a really well-known element. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like some of the gas ones are like that. Yeah. I feel like there's not. It's gonna start getting a little. It's gonna be a little thin. It's gonna be scarce. It's gonna be a couple elements per episode. Yes, I think we're getting through most of our really exciting ones. Right. Or that have a lot of. Well, again, the less likely they are found in nature or in our world around us, right? That are obtainable, the less we're gonna talk about them because they don't really. We're not really involved with them. Right. Like, gold. I mean, we're not we in a relationship like, with them. I don't know. No gases. That's, I think they're better than they everybody do. else. And, well, maybe they are, but still, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Helium's shown that it's... Helium's just... But that's he, why we helium's say the helium ultimate for its own episode. Because yeah. we did all the other noble gases together. Yeah. And that was really fun. But, like... We could do all the other noble gases <laughs> together in an episode. So, um, it's true. I think, yeah, yeah. That's what we Greek got. Helios meaning sun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we did. We said that. Yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> going over my notes. Okay. Uh, I also remember it was mentioned by um, Neil deGrasse Tyson in mm. when he had his show Cosmos. Mm -hmm. and I remember like hearing helium because then he he brought that into astrophysics mm -hmm. and that's when i stopped paying attention because <laughs> you're like oh my god like, astrophysics. Oh, well that's the thing it's still a conti it's continually being made in stars so right. that is that, that's one thing i didn't didn't say before yeah ah, i've Go over your notes. Right, now, right 
But yeah, so that's still being produced there. So I mean, we can vacuum out stars. Maybe we can get more helium. Let's get a big vacuum. But it's okay. We have the stewardship act, helium stewardship act of 2013. Thanks, so. Congress. Right. Saved our balloons. What regret? And our gazillion gallons of milk. Can you imagine how many people would be upset like if it came to that and they couldn't have the Macy's Day Parade? I mean, a lot of people would be upset. Oh, wow. I don't care about that. I, I don't either. But I've I'm never watched so the many Macy's be- Day Parade. I got to see the Macy's Day Parade live Were you in, in York. Van? No, I was in your my, my. I thought you were gonna be like, I marched. No, no, I didn't. I didn't have my high school didn't have a band like that. Well, I don't know. We didn't march. Um, <laughs> I was not in a marching band. band. It's one thing. It's the one thing I didn't do. But no, my um, my aunt and uncle had a friend that had an apartment right on the thing, so we got to watch it from above and then below, and it was very crowded. Yeah, but it was cool to have been there. Ooh. But otherwise, I don't. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I would. Be I'm just okay. saying. I'm just saying. A lot of people would, because so many people watch Thanksgiving. Like that's what they do on Thanksgiving, you know. Is, I guess. So. Must be a back east kind of thing. Is it? I, I guess. Know. I mean, it's a huge thing. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm too busy stuffing she myself a pie. Not care about it. Okay. I really don't. I'm sorry. I, t- I don't. I'm just okay. I don't either. I'm just saying. A lot of people. So, do. Oh, I'm sure there will be people that up in people arms. love to get up in arms about anything. This is true. But. Right. Yeah, that's it. Wow. That's all we got. That's all we got. The helium's escaped. It's, Any... it's in space now. So did all my energy. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. <laughs> it is way past your bedtime. It's 10 o'clock. This, this is like really early for me. Okay, I have to work tomorrow. I know, I do too, but I don't have to work as early as you. Or with second graders. Yes. Whew. I just get to work by myself. God. <laughs> this is like the closest I've been to by myself for like... <laughs> I always have a teacher touching all the time. What is touching me? Actually, you know, COVID has well, been less, yeah. There's been less touching. I'm like, oh, Silver air lining. hug, self hug. <laughs> I'm hugging you so tight while you're across the room. Don't touch me, germ. Petri <laughs> <laughs> germs. I'm just kidding. I love children. Um. Anyway. But they so are filled with germs. They are so, filled with germs. I'm sorry. But like we That's took off our masks and I'm just waiting for every sickness to come to the school building. Because <laughs> it's like preschool 2.0. Because yeah. guess what? They haven't been sick for two germs. years. They haven't been sharing their nasty little germs for two years. So guess what? Everybody's going to get, get everything. Cold. Everyone's going to get the stomach flu. I'm waiting for the kid to vomit in my classroom. <laughs> just waiting for it. There's like, only a matter of time. There was like five vomits in the building last week. The week we took our masks off. Um, and like, it's only just begun. <laughs> <laughs> so. Good times. Fun times. Oh, look, there's your copy periodic, too. Yeah, I have it there. It's Shelf been away there. in a shelf. I don't think it's boomed for five covered years. Covered in dust. It's true. Abandoned by a scientist. It's true. I couldn't handle it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> That's how I, we started. I have minimum time. I need to reserve. That's true. Yeah. I've got, I'm, I'm getting there eventually. Um. Anyway, Cindy. Where can they find you? They can find me at Pacific Mammal Research on Instagram and Facebook. And, um, also, it's called Pac-Man, P-A-C-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. You can learn all about marine mammals. And a podcast. We yes, a podcast listen too. to our podcast. It's fun. It's very fun and interesting and applic- uh, not applicable. <gasps> obtainable. It too. is obtainable, but also could be applicable. My friend was watching Jeopardy and was able to answer one of their questions because of the last the last uh, podcast about beard and seals. Nice. <laughs> she she just took a picture of the the screenshot and she's like, "I got this question right because your podcast." Oh. Yes. <laughs> nice. So it can be applicable to your life as well. Cool. So can ours. Um, Probably more so, but <laughs> I don't know. It's, it depends on your life. <laughs> depends on how close you're paying attention to our rambles. This is true. Um, 
Yeah. And oh. where can I find you? Uh, they can find me at Gracie Runs 50 or yes, Gracie <laughs> yeah, Runs 50 right. by 50. Yes. 50 X50. I don't really post a lot. Um, I'd love to post more. I honestly just don't have time to even breathe right now. Yeah, someday you will. Your kids will be a little bit older. And I'm do it looking again. forward to that time mm-hmm. where I can put some more blogs mm-hmm. and I can uh, just actually do something for yourself. You. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. <laughs> what? I did. I did a Pilates work, a five minute Pilates workout today, which ended with both kids sitting on my legs so I could do my curl ups, <laughs> which this actually was the only way I could do. <laughs> I was like, Charlie, Charlie, come sit on my feet. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and they're like, sure, Mom. Children, they are good for something. See, they're good for, it's great. They're a good weight to put on your feet. <laughs> and cheer you on. Yes. Oh, yes. no, they're great. They're they're my biggest cheerleaders. I'm sure. <laughs> she said that really good. No, I, I actually just meant that to be I'm like, sh- I'm sure they are. I'm, I'm sure, sure they sure. are great. Uh-huh. I'm sure. Sure. Really, it's fine. It's fine. Tell yourself that. <laughs> No, her children are great, and they do love her. They do. They do. And I love them, regardless of how I talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> it's, our, it's our outlet. It's, it's okay. A, it's, it's a way to get out. For it's all fine. the parents. All the parents know it's exhausting. Yes. So, anyways. That's it. Um, We are going to look at what we have left to do. <laughs> to do. I know. i got to find We have a lot still. There's yeah, we still quite a few. There's still a couple of fun ones. Like, I don't think we've done Cobalt. Oh, cool. Well, you know. And um, I don't know if we've done... Well, there's some I've never heard of. So those will be <laughs> Like, oh, uh, rubidium. Did we do calcium? calcium? Yeah, we did calcium. I think we did calcium, yeah. I don't know if we've done blood. I need to find our paper that we have we right now. lithium. And we got to let them go. Yeah. So we will find something fun to do. And hopefully get it within... A year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to say a couple months, but yeah, sure, you're too. <laughs> I think we. Cindy's we going back away. She's going away, away again, for a little bit. But, um, but we can do it virtually. We could. We just gotta actually actually do it. Put on my big girl pants and just get this going. <laughs> we'll try for you guys. For you, the listeners. Right now, remember to listen to the outtake at the end. Yes. Once again, thank you for listening to our podcast. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. We will catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Welcome to Element Didn't Work. This helium sucks. Stupid helium. <laughs>